Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with April 2nd, 1921, pages 326 through 328. April 2nd, 1921. General Zelagovsky and his adjutant, Mr. Pristor, returned my visit. The latter is Piłsudski's trusted man and Zelagovsky's guardian angel. They say that Mr. Pristor runs the whole show here, and the Polish index make fun of him, and they have nicknamed Central Lithuania Pristoria. Both of them asked me to act as mediator between them and Kaunas. They said that because of the inflexible attitude of the Lithuanian government in Kaunas, many of our supporters are defecting. We are losing ground. They cannot believe that it is impossible to come to an agreement with Kaunas. I answered, officially, the Lithuanians cannot and do not wish to negotiate at this time when they have already begun discussing the issues with Warsaw, with the mediation of the League of Nations. Let them negotiate, said Mr. Priestor, but we can also have our own negotiations at the same time. I am of the opinion that it is necessary to negotiate and to find some common ground, for after all, we shall have to live together, I responded. As I had promised Mr. Vitold Abramovich, I did try to act as mediator. I spoke with Mr. Joninas and Mr. Birzyska. Both, both acknowledged that it would be useful for the representatives of both parties to have discussions alongside the official negotiations. Consequently, the delegates of the Lithuanian Social Democrats and also of the Socialist Populists arrived in Vilnius. Now, someone from here should go to Kaunas to return the visit. We also made efforts to invite the delegates of the Christian Democrats to come here, and Father Viscantas worked on it. Mr. Joninas, who had just gone to Kaunas, took the letters of invitation with him. In this way, I am acting as mediator and making every effort to bring these nations that are in conflict to the negotiating table, and, I hope, to an agreement. Perhaps, when they take a good look at each other, they will see that neither is the monster they had imagined. Then I added, it seems to me that, first of all, it is necessary to come to a fair decision about the disputed territories, to determine boundaries, and only then to discuss if we should create a federation and how this ought to be done. Jokingly, I said, let us give the Poles Gardinas and Lida, and they will be satisfied, while whatever is to the north would be considered part of Lithuania. They disagreed, saying that it cannot be done this way because the historical territory of Greater Lithuania must be restored. But the government in Kaunas wants to create an ethnographic Lithuania. But what about the Belarusians, I asked them? Their country will be divided. The greater part of Belarusia will be in Russia. The Belarusians also want independence and a unified nation. It seems to me that we can no longer be guided by historical precedent. We must now decide national issues according to different principles. Historic Greater Lithuania will hardly satisfy everyone. 
They replied that minorities must not be smothered or dominated by larger nations. The fate of these territories cannot be decided without consulting the populace. Of course, I agree that the rights of minorities must be protected, I replied, and that the wishes of the people must be taken into account reasonably. But in our lands, where at present normal life has been disrupted, where there is oppression and persecution, where the situation is chaotic and people are ignorant or unaware of their national identity, it is very difficult to satisfy everyone. We parted amicably. I promised that I would try in whatever way I could to reconcile all and to help them negotiate and discuss the issues with the people in Kaunas. It seems to me that, in addition to the negotiations in Brussels, we have to pave the way for peaceful coexistence right here. Later in the evening, Father Chibulskis from the United States came to visit me. He brought a letter and some money from Father Buchis. There were there was $208 in mass stipends, $162 as a personal gift for me. Father Chibulskis added a donation of $20 from himself to be used at my di- discretion. I was overjoyed to get a letter from the Marians in Chicago. Thank God all are in good health there. Only Father Serafinas and a brother have died. May they rest in peace. Father Chibulskis came from our diocese and asked if he might return. I answered that he should wait a bit until the situation here is clarified and stabilized. However, we need Lithuanian priests, and I will gladly welcome them. According to Father Chibulskis, the United States sympathizes with the Germans and is distressed that the French and British are pressing them too hard. The Americans are upset that the European nations are squabbling among themselves instead of working together. The Germans are dead set against the French and even more against the Poles. They are merely biding time until they can rebuild and until the situation changes. Then they will ally themselves with the Russians to fight their oppressors. Generally speaking, there is order in Germany and real destitution is not noticeable. However, it is evident that the people are depressed and disheartened. The Germans are angry, angry, especially about the Polish corridor. Blessed George here writes of meeting with the general and with the delegate of Marshal Pilsudski. They talked about the political situation and negotiations to bring about peace and stability. Uh, Blessed George, who never wanted to be a diplomat, tried to act as a mediator between the different groups and political parties and nations. They debated how the lands should be divided up based on historical boundaries or new criteria. The talks went peacefully. Uh, Blessed George met with a priest who brought him a letter from the United States from Father Peter Buchis. Blessed George's fellow professor from the St. Petersburg Academy, uh, he would become Blessed George's successor as the superior general of the Marians, and he himself uh, became a bishop in 1930. Blessed George had sent him to America in 1916. The Marians had begun working in Chicago in 1913. Um, Father Buchis helped out in parishes and edited a daily Lithuanian newspaper published by the Marians called Drugas. 
Uh, Blessed George was very happy to hear from his missionaries in America. They had been working there for eight years. The diocesan priest who had welcomed them there uh, later joined the Marians, but he had since died, and also a religious brother had died. Blessed George wanted to welcome back to the diocese the priest who had returned from America. Uh, and then Blessed George discussed the political situation in Europe with that priest. Uh, in what he says, one can clearly see the alignments that are beginning to shape up among the nations for what would eventually become the Second World War, but not all the alliances remained. Uh, for instance, the United States was sympathizing with the Germans, but they ended up fighting the Germans during the Second World War. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you, with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.